Hey everybody, this is Kevin Heffernan. Welcome to another episode of Chewing It. On behalf of Steve Lemmy, thanks for joining us. Got a great episode this week. Uh, it's a list episode. I know you guys like the list episodes, and we came up with a funny one this week uh, that inspired a lot of funny stories. Um, we call it the movie bucket list. And basically, you know, when you make movies or TV, you get to do things that maybe you otherwise wouldn't get to do, you know? Like um, uh, be a car chase or attend your own funeral. Things like that. Uh, and uh, there are a few things that Lemmy and I decided that we would still love to do in movies. We would love to get the opportunity to do. Um, and so we made that list and uh, came up with some funny stuff. And I think you're going to like it. Uh, so before we get going, though, uh, we get some business, right? Got to take care of some business here. This episode of Chewing It is brought to you by DraftKings.com. We're two weeks in, man. And uh, things are not going well for Kevin. Um, I had another bad weekend. Some guys are letting me down. I gotta say, some guys are letting me down. Sam Bradford, Demarco Murray. I thought this Eagles offense was supposed to be this like high-powered, quick-moving, high-scoring offense, and they're like a high school offense. It was embarrassing. And I don't even like the Eagles. I'm a Giants fan, man. I gotta sit there and watch them stink up the joint. Drew Brees let me down this weekend. Bad shoulder. Keenan Allen, Chris Ivory. I don't know, man. I gotta bounce back. Hopefully my team's gonna bounce back. But your season long fantasy football team may be going strong. But you don't have to wait until week sixteen to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test every week this season at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one week fantasy football site. One week fantasy means no season long commitments. So if you pick Sam Bradford as your quarterback, you can move on. You got an injured player? I'm thinking like a Tony Romo, Eddie Lacy, right? Matt Stafford. No problem. It's like a new season every week, so you're not stuck with the same players. And get this, DraftKings is crowning a new millionaire every week this season. You could turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. Pick your players, pile up the points, pick up your cash. That's it. Right? Like you could have thrown in like Antonio Brown this weekend or, or Edelman or, I don't know, my boy OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. You could have cashed in this weekend with any of those guys, man. Or maybe the whole Pittsburgh offense. Believe me, you've never experienced football like this before. This is not fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. So welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code CHEW, C-H-E-W, to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter CHEW, C-H-E-W, for free entry now. You get in free by doing C-H-E-W. And do it so they know that we sent you over there. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. That's all right. I got a good feeling about week three. Week three is always the time, you know, you got to pull your act together, figure out your team, and then start your championship run. Um, all right. Enough fantasy football talk, right, guys? Let's move on to this episode. The movie Bucket List. I think you're going to like this one. Um, enjoy the chew, everyone. Now entering Nerdist.com True it With a guy named Kevin True it And this other guy Steve True it From the TV and the movies And now this podcast stream True it They're gonna get chewy True it They might even get me True it But they're gonna get funky On this podcast thing Yeah What's up? What do you got, bro? What do I got? I think I was eating some Captain Crunch right there. Really? Captain Crunch? Something I haven't had in years. Really? Yeah. Me too. I just had something I had in years either. What? Skittles. What's up, dog? Skittles. Huh? You and uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, me and the beast. You're in beast mode right now? I'm in beast mode, bro. Okay. I did. I had a fantasy draft last night. Oh, how'd it go? Went pretty well. How'd it go? Who was your, uh, what, what position did you pick? Uh, I picked ninth in a 16-team league, Ooh, which is a goddamn a shit show. Ooh. 
Ooh, that's a lot of teams. But I'm not going to share anything with you because um, yeah, ninth pick. What do you what do you? Uh, because we have the same. We have a, we have a league draft coming up, and I don't want to give away my strategies to you. Okay, okay. So you're not gonna get you, out You're of gonna it. do your whole uh, fucking like quarterback receiver thing, like Payne Manning and Demarius Thomas. <laughs> Maybe I might. Okay, or I might I might just go all wide receivers. Mm. Right. Yeah, look at that. He's trying to get in my head. Pretty good. Shit. So who'd you go like? Uh, Des Bryant and Calvin Johnson. I don't pick back? Cowboys. I don't pick Cowboys. I like I like what I'm hearing. I don't like Cowboys. I, I don't pick I like Cowboys. Cowboys. You go like Julio Jones. I can't tell you the last time I picked a Cowboy. Calvin Johnson. I don't pick Cowboys. That should be the know. name of your autobiography. <laughs> I don't pick Cowboys. The Kevin Heffernan story. That's right. The Kevin Heffernan story, bro. Part two. That would, that would actually be the sequel to your first autobiography, I Don't Drink Corona. <laughs> the Kevin Heffernan story. Does everybody know that story? I'm sure we've told it on the podcast. We've definitely told that story. Yeah. Well, let's quickly tell it again. Yeah. T- we were at a party looking for beers. Beers were scarce. Somebody showed up with uh, with some Miller beer in the clear bottles, and um, and uh, you had one. And a guy, as we walked through the party, a guy looked at you and was like, hey, man, where'd you get the Corona? And rather than help him out, you just said, I don't drink Corona, and kept walking. <laughs> right. That was sweet. That was like that, that got like a Hall of Fame of Kevin Heffernan dick moments. Sure. It was the high life, bro. I was drinking the high life. The champagne of beers. Dude, the champagne of beers. With a Corona? With the champagne of beers. Pop quiz, hot shot. What is the beer to have when you're having more than one? Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. That's such a great f- saying because it's like yeah, it means when, when you're, you're getting, getting fucked, fucked up, up, man, <laughs> yeah. you should drink Schaefer. Schaefer. Because you won't know what, uh, what a good beer tastes like by the end of this thing. Because it's cheaper, too. Like you, cheap. get, you can drink a lot of them. Because you're having more than one. Gets you fucked up. If you're having one beer, go get a good fucking... Th- go get some high-end shit. Yeah. Good. If you're drink- getting Schaefer... If you're getting fucked up, yeah, get, get Schaefer. Schaefer bro. Yeah, yeah. I always like the Low and Brow song. Here's to good friends. There you go. Tonight is kind of special. The beer we pour must be something more somehow. Because tonight, tonight... Let, Let it be, be low and brow. Wow. Oh, that's that's a good, good fucking song. That's good. I think we found it. All right, Kev. What uh, are we talking about today? We're in a car cast. We're doing a car cast. Car cast. Honk, honk. Was it? We haven't done a car cast in a little while, man. No, it's been a while. Now we're back. We're back driving around. It's 100 degrees today. It sure is. In Los Angeles. Uh, no better place to be than in a cool car. That's right. Talking to cool people. With a cool dude. Steve Lemmy. 95 calories. <laughs> Never tasted so important. All right, go. What are we talking about today, Queen? What's well, on your mind, we, bro? Um, we decided to come up with another uh, list, a list podcast. Mm. and uh, call it a list cast. I'm liking this one, list cast. Uh, I'm liking this one a lot. Yeah. What we decided to talk about um, is what I'm calling, or what we're calling, uh, the movie bucket list. Yeah. Okay. And basically what that is, let me set the parameters here. Okay, because we know you're all about the parameters. Right. So basically what that is, is what are the things that Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffern have always wanted to do in a movie mm-hmm. and have not had a chance to do in a movie, uh-huh. but want to do in a movie? Yeah. So it's the movie bucket list. Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah. And you know, and as I was thinking of them, like, I realized like I've crossed many things off of my movie bucket list already. Short name. Start naming And them. let me name a few just to give us the right mood here, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um I was in an ACDC montage. Okay, very nice. Which was very high on my list of things. Very nice. ACDC music ripping through the the movie. Sure. To us drinking beer. Sure, sure. Beer fest. Hey, you can't get any better than that. Wonderful. And not just any uh A C D C movie. Have a drink Have on a me. Have a drink on me. Yeah. Okay. Um uh I uh, I vomited on camera okay. for reels. Sure. Not like the put the soup in the mouth and... <laughs> yeah. But like real vomit on 35 millimeter yeah. film. Yeah. Off the bucket list. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I drove a Camaro. Okay. That was, Super on your, that was on your bucket list? Yeah. Okay. Everybody wants to oh, drive okay. a Camaro. Oh. Uh, I shot a machine gun. Okay. In uh, Dukes of Hazard. No. Strange Wilderness. I think you were there that oh, day. Oh, I was there that day. We were day. shooting it. Yeah, great. Uh, you know, we, we killed Bigfoot and, uh, in Strange Wilderness, the movie, and they gave us the machine gun. They showed us how to shoot him, and, and uh, what they said was, be careful, because uh, the, the, when the shells pop out, they're hot, you know? Yeah. So make sure you don't get hit by one of those hot shells. And now, usually when you hear the, the term hot shells, like, your tummy starts rumbling. <laughs> it does. It does. It does more like warm peanuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so uh, the guy warns us, warns us, and they, you know, they hit action. They say action. I start going. The first shell casing flies directly up into the air mm-hmm. and lands in the back of my neck and goes, wow. and then slides down my shirt. Yeah. Hot shells, indeed. But I couldn't stop because I had I was acting, dude. That gets I was you. acting. That's one of those wonderful, beautiful moments where, like, now you got to improvise. That's right. So I kept going. You got a hot shell in your shirt. That's right. Oh, okay. So is this podcast? Uh, are we doing uh, scenes that we've already shot? No, no. It's the idea of this is the idea. Like, okay, you ever want to die on camera? Boom, done it. Beer fest. I have. I have Club died. Dread. Club Dread. Right. Yeah. That, that there's a fun thing to do. A death scene is a fun sure. thing. Died on camera. And got to ask two girls to make out with each other at right. the same time. Yeah, that's right. I attended my own funeral. Sure, you know what I mean. I uh, <laughs> eulogized <laughs> right. you. Two two poisons. Every rose has its thorn. Sure, but you get to do these things in movies. You get to wear funny costumes or do period pieces or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I always wanted to do a strikeout on camera. There which you was, go. Uh, bong hit, chug a beer, do a shot, blow out the smoke, and I got to do one in beer fest. Right. Um, I, one of my previous bucket list things was uh, wanting to be in a car chase. Yeah. And I got to be in a car chase. I, I, I crossed all kinds of things off my list today. It, the opening scene of Dukes of Hazard, chasing the General Lee. Right. In a car chase, leaning out the window, firing a shotgun. Right. And I did my own stunts. <laughs> right. Yeah. So those are the fun things you have to do. But yeah. there are still those things that we have not done in movies that yeah. we really want to do. Okay. You want to go first? Um... You, do you have one off uh, top of your head? or? Uh, I, I mean, I do. I have All right, hit it. Go. Okay. Here's what I've always wanted to do in a movie. Okay, got it. Like in so many movies, so many action movies, the, he- the fucking, the bomb is ticking, the yeah. hero's running, and he jumps out a window or off a dock, and the explosion propels him over the edge. So he's jumping while right. the explosion is behind him, and he's silhouetted with the fire behind him. Right. And it's kind of, it's slow motion. Right. And he descends into the into the water. Okay, it's like uh, like in uh, Mission Impossible, with the helicopter blows up and sure. it shoots him back onto the train. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that kind a, of thing. That's a great one, right? Uh, is it Tango and Cash at the end when they're when they're running and, uh, or is it Bad Boys? Either way, we right. know what. Well, it's every about. movie. I I actually have that on my list too. The but my, I don't know if mine's the same. It's the. It's the explosion behind you as you walk away. Oh, okay. Is that what you're talking about? No, That's you're talking actually, about the explosion propelling you. I'm talking about like racing the clock, jumping. You're talking about, uh, I'm talking about an escape. You're talking about a cool walk. Right, right, uh, right. So, and we'll get to that. We'll, okay. we'll segue yeah, into okay, that one. Okay. But yeah, I want to do a thing where like uh, Solo would be fine. I'll tell you what, Queen, I could share the, the frame with somebody else because like, <laughs> right. that's also a good partner's thing. To sure, do. sure. You and me fucking running from the bomb and then it explodes as we jump. Right. And right, it, it pushes us forward a little bit, right, to safety. Sure, and there's a little bit of fear on your face, but a little bit of oh. satisfaction. Well, we got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, we got right. to get the fuck right. out of there. This could go wrong. Wow. Yeah, I mean, think about it, like the two of us in slow motion, like me with my gimpy leg, and you with you know, you know, with your things that you got going. Right, right. And we're fucking running my things that I got going. Right, and we're running. People don't know if we're going to make it because right. we don't believe it ourselves. Sure, we're hauling ass. Sure, for our lives. That's right. And then the fucking warehouse blows as we jump right off the fucking pier, <laughs> right, or out the window, out the window of the warehouse. Sure, and propels us out. Yeah, farther down to the Pacific Ocean. We land in the ocean. Yeah, fuck, that's a good one, man. All right, I got All goosebumps. Right. I, I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Okay, okay, should I go? Yeah, go, dog. All right, I want to have that scene. I want to do that scene. Yeah, where I'm morphing into something. Like oh. it's a werewolf. Okay. It's the Hulk. Okay. It's I'm transforming from me into the beast. All right. But there's somebody with me, like a girl. All right. And it's that moment where, like, I'm morphing into the thing, and I look at her as I'm halfway turned. Yeah. And I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> you know that moment? I know that moment. It's the get out of here. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Run. <laughs> And, and she like the Hulk eyes or the werewolf eyes or the teeth are starting to come. Oh, your eyes are glowing. Right. Or you're like, you're on all fours. Like your backbone is starting to fucking spine <laughs> right, out. Into, and shit. Uh, yeah, into like a werewolf. Run! Yeah. Because I don't know what I'm going to do. Dude. I'm if, turning into a beast. If you're near me, I'm going into beast mode. Right. Dude, I'm going to some, some skittles. fucking skittles, dog. <laughs> That's what it should be. 
It should be like every time your character eats Skittles, he goes nuts. <laughs> and so you haven't eaten them in the three years. The movie yeah. will be called Skittles. Right, right. And your, your name should be like... Starring Marshawn Lynch. No, oh, no, it's starring me. you. Okay. And it's going to be called... Your character's name will be Steve Kittles. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, right yeah. and what happens is this girl you date, she doesn't know that you have this thing about Skittles, and she right. shows up and, and opens the Skittles in front of you. Right. And one of your eyes turns red, and the uh-huh. other one turns like, purple. green. Yeah, purple. <laughs> with two little S's on them. <laughs> right, right. And then you're like... And I just try, start turning to a Skittle beast. Yeah. <laughs> Get out for your own safety. Yeah. Run. <laughs> As I say that, I feel like Schwarzenegger. Like, you know, run! Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! Okay, that's a fucking great one, Queen. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Holy shit, you prepped for this Yeah, I, I got a couple of good ones, I feel like. Holy shit, that's a fucking great one. Okay. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. I have one that actually could could be, you might see in a movie like that. Okay. Uh, but, but really, what I want to do, I want to be in a scene yeah. where I'm like, maybe I'm a hobo. Okay. Is that cool to say that these days? Hobo? I don't know. What I guess would you so. call it? A, tr- uh, a bum? We've uh, talked about it. A vagrant? It. A vagrant <laughs> a nomad of so- or sorts? I don't know. Uh, sure. Guy down on his luck? Uh, well, I, well, I want to be like, really what I want to just be is like, uh, I'm getting drunk. Yeah. And it's in like, it's just a small piece in a movie like, uh, you know, like where like a spaceship crashes or like the Hulk walks by like <laughs> right. carrying a car right. over his head. He throws a car and like... I, I want to be the guy who like looks at my booze bottle <laughs> right. and fucking throws it over my shoulder like I right. gotta quit drinking. <laughs> the double take guy. I need to. Do, I want to do that. Sure, that's a great one. I want to do that. That's a great one. It's the more of a comedy. The uh, the Terminator walks by. Sure. Naked. Naked like, with like somebody's heart beating in its hand. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, and I. I gotta quit the booze. But it's like one of those things when like at the end of like Independence Day when they scuttle the fucking Martian spaceship. Right. And it like flies over like uh, you know, into the ocean, right? <laughs> right. And uh, like over some guy who's homeless, drinking a bottle with like his shopping cart behind him, <laughs> you know, on the Santa Monica Pier, and he's like, oh, you know, right. It flies right. right over his head. That's and what. that's a good. There's a good span of that guy where they, you know that dude's in a Bugs Bunny ca- cartoon, mm-hmm. but that character is also in you know, like the Terminator. You oh, know I, mean? I mean, that guy. We've seen that guy yeah. throughout our lives. Yeah. It's the, you know, it can be in anything. It's the, you just saw something so crazy. Sure. It's got to be the booze, and I got to quit. I got to cut the sauce. Right. And I'll tell you this. That is a hobo. That guy's a hobo. He's a fucking <laughs> bum. He's a hobo. You know, but listen, there can be, there are a lot of kinds of hobos. Like, he could be, it can also be, like, your drunk farmer. I've seen it with, like, hillbillies drinking moonshine before, I think. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if I saw it in a Dukes of Hazard product <laughs> at sure. some point, you know? Sure. Like, the, the Duke Moonshine car, scene. Get the moonshine. Yeah. That generally goes flying overhead and, like, fucking, you know, lands uh, in a fucking bowl of uh, shaving cream. I got to quit this moonshine. Yeah, this is making me see things. All right, Jesus. so that's, that's what I want to do. That's okay, list. that's a good one. I like that one. Okay. I like that one. Um, okay, how about this? I want to be in a scene where uh, I've been shot okay. or stabbed and I'm sewing myself up. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It's like I got I got to pull I got to pour booze on it. Uh-huh. I got to pull the bullet out myself. Yeah. And I got to sew myself up. And it doesn't seem to hurt that much, well, but it hurts. You're grimacing. You got to right. grimace. You're grimacing, but it's more of a tough grit grimacing. Yeah. It's uh, it's Javier Bardem in, in No Country for Old Men. It's Schwarzenegger in The Terminator. Sure, it's, it's fucking it's uh it's John J. Rambo in First Blood. First Blood, correct, right? Or so any of his movies. I I do uh, I pull the bullet out myself after pouring booze onto it. Okay. Then I have to stitch it up. I might I might even solder it with something. Well, you know what I mean. The other thing is, you you also might want to um, you're using like fucking things that aren't necessarily designed for that purpose either. Like you gotta you open up a bullet and get out some gunpowder so you can <laughs> right. cauterize your own fucking right. wound. Right. Right. And that and it, and you grimace, yeah. And it's makes that that's something you picked up along the way with your extensive sure. military training. And it's not a great stitch job, but you don't care. But I don't give a shit, man. You don't fucking care. You know, I'm just getting there. I got I got to get there. You don't fucking. I got to get, get to the other side. Yeah, dude, got to get that bullet out. It's uh, the only thing that's on your mind is uh, getting to my next kill. Is 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 saving your fucking daughter? That's right. And. Um, 
you know, pain, you don't have time for pain. It's not pain you're worried about. You, what you've realized, pragmatically speaking, is that you've got to close that thing or you're going to bleed to death. That's right. So that's no good. That's right. I got to get that bullet out and sew it up so I can keep moving forward. Yeah, man. exactly. So your your fucking your left pipe can function properly. Right. You don't even care so much if it functions properly because your right arm is perfectly good on its own. Sure. You can kill people with one hand. Right. But you just don't want to bleed out. I don't want to bleed out. I don't want to get infected. You don't want to get infected because right. then that's going to just take up more of your time. Sure. This is a time-saving thing, and time is of the essence because you got a ticking clock. Right. Dude, right. That's fucking dope, Queen. That's dope. Um, okay, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Shit. Okay, so sew myself up. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay, okay. Let's see here. I'm, I'm, I'm the driver, so I'm... Uh, I know, and you're driving like an old lady. Yeah, well, this is what happens. This is fucking what happens. <laughs> um, okay, I've got one. I've okay, got one. okay. I would like to be the voice of a spaceship's computer. Okay, okay. Or like a smart car, like the kit car. Um, but like, but really, I want to be like Hal in, uh, in Space Odyssey. Odyssey. Okay. In 2001. And it will, would you be monotone, or would you have some sort of inflection to your voice? No, I'd be me. Like, I'd be like, I mean, I could, I, I would love to actually do, be the British voice. Right. Like, the, like, like hello, Cyrus. <laughs> Good morning, Captain. <laughs> would you like a damage report? But you would do Steve Lemmy's voice, right? Like, well, hey, hey, Dylan, what's going on? Well, that's the thing. Hey, it's how like, are, what do you need to know? It's like the AI is so good. Yeah. You know, it's like on waves. The atmosphere is uh, conducive to your breathing here. Yeah, but I'd be more, I'd be like, uh, let me tell you something. The atmosphere is, uh, there's a lot of uh, carbon dioxide in the in the atmosphere, but uh, that's good for, uh, you know, strangulation. You know what I'm saying, Cap? <laughs> Bada boom. Yeah, anyway, but uh, but seriously, we got... Uh, <laughs> like you don't even have your facts right. That's right. Hold on a second, yeah. Captain. Let me just... Let uh, me just check my facts here, but I think there's like carbon, I don't know, hydroxin, yeah. poison or something. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure. Wait a second. Hold on a let second. Me check my, let me check here. this out. I had it. I had it. I don't have it anymore. Oh, here it is. Here it is. It's... Uh, you got the Zargon uh, crystals uh, floating around in the atmosphere, but uh, but don't worry about it because we're protected. And then you go off on tangents. That's a computer. Yeah, you know, Zargon's a very interesting uh, component to uh, rock the rock structure down. In the, uh, yeah, uh, shut up, computer. Hey, Steve, shut up. Yeah, yes, Captain. And that's the, that's it. It's like, or I'm so intelligent that I don't have to. Like, you know what? You're not the boss of me, Captain. Actually, I am. I'm the captain of the ship. Yeah. Well, I'm the fucking computer. What are you oh, going to do? That's about when it? the computer takes over. Yeah. Exactly. That's that moment. That and that's you know what you know what it is. It's the movie about the moment that AI takes <laughs> over. That's right. But the AI is not a monotone, emotionless thing. The AI is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a. He's an AI hole. <laughs> He's an AI hole. Yeah, that's a, you know we should pr- we should pitch that movie. It'll be called AI hole. Uh, but anyway, so I want to be I want to be the voice of the, of the computer. Okay, so like a spaceship computer, or you think it's like it could be anything? Like it could be in like an action movie. It could be, uh, or is it a sci- sci- sci-fi? No, I think thing? spaceship is the way I want to go. Okay, I think spaceship is the way I want to go. Okay, because like you know, and I'll cover everything from you know. Good morning, sir. Your coffee's percolated. Your space coffee's percolated and right. uh, and ready to go, baby. Right. Or it'll be things like um, hyperdrive activated. Right. You know, and then like, but not in any kind of affectation like that. You remember, like, hey, hyperdrive activated. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Or or like when we go into hyperdrive. Yeah, I'll be like hyperdrive activated. Let's go, kid. Right. Like I'll have that'll be my tagline. Let's go, kid. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And I do want to be called Steve. They'll be like. Steve has, they'll, they'll have to cover their mouths and mouths to each other. Steve has gone insane. He's listening. All right. All right. Hey, how long does it take to get to the so-and-so? Someone check with Steve. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, two shakes of a lamb's ass. Uh, I don't know. Hey, could you be a little more specific, Steve? Anywhere from like uh, an hour to three hours. Yeah, I don't know. How fast are you planning on flying? You know? Uh, you know, the standard uh, speed that we travel with. All just right. A, well. Just a pain in the ass. Yeah, you should have said so in the first place. Okay, I have something similar to that. Okay. Um, I always wanted to do uh, dramatic voiceover. All right. Uh, But it's like the guy, you know, uh, sometimes when things aren't looking so good, you just got to look right in front of you. You know, something like that. You know what I mean? Sure. Like the, the one that, you know, not a comedy. There's no archness to it. It's a pure. Actual emotion. Dramatic voiceover. Are you capable of that, Kev? <laughs> That's really the question. Are you capable of that? That's really the question. Because, like, 
we have had emotional scenes in movies. Yeah. Where, like, you know, my approach is like, okay, I'm actually going to treat it like drama. <laughs> right. And in that, it will become funny. Like my, like the Juan Castillo, we fucked a couple, like I fucked a baby goat. We were a couple stupid kids. And also my eulogy to you in Beer Fest. Right. I but try, I tried to actually get real tears. I, I get that, but the, the 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 vibe of the whole thing is not. It's comic, sure. But like in Beer Fest, for instance, you know when you're like, my wife left me, the kids are gone. You come, I'm going to drown my sorrows. Like that's arch. Like you had an opportunity to really cry, but you don't because it's still the overall vibe of the movie is arch. Like if if you were in a real dramatic movie, yeah, you know what I mean, like a cancer movie or like you know one of those kind of deals, sure. You know what I mean? A, uh, a, like a coming of age story, something like that. Sure. Then you would be put in a position to have to deliver that dramatic. Uh, 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 you can't even uh, say the voiceover. Word. Yeah. Without using the crutch of the comedy. Sure. You'd have to just do it. So you want to really cry on film. Well, but there's also a difference. There's a difference between being the actor in the <laughs> in the <laughs> scene and the voice. Okay. Uh, the thought. Okay. The thought voice. You know what I mean? Oh, wait. So it's just the character, and then what's the character on screen doing? Because it's not you. Well, whatever. You mean, you, we, we've seen those movies where it's like, you know, the, you deliver a little fucking... But it's a voiceover. It's a voiceover. A dramatic voiceover. A dramatic voiceover. Okay, so wait. It's like... It's like Narrating the film. It's like, a, it's like you... Like in, like, uh, Apocalypse Now. Like sure. You're, you're, looking at, uh, you're looking at somebody's dossier. Exactly. And, and in your head, it's like... Uh, it's Laidlaw had really gone off the deep end, <laughs> and right. I wasn't sure I could handle that. But so, I, I think it's more of like uh, I'm not sure. So you cry in your mind. You also, I think it's also more like life lessons. You know what I mean? Like happiness never quite comes to you when you need it, but when you get it, it's always a great thing. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The 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 goal and the trick would be for me to sell. Real pure emotion in a dramatic right setting. Now let me just say this though: what it also seems like though is for it to really make sense, you have to be the actor on camera too. Maybe, or it's like that thing where it's like "Stand by Me" or whatever. Like, oh, you know, you're the. So it's a kids' movie. Could be like, and you're the grown-up version of the guy of the kid. Yeah, or you're that like you're. It's in the movie where you're like the fifth character. You know, they and then all of a sudden, for some reason, they're giving the monologue. They don't give fifth characters. Sometimes they do. It's like yeah, the guy you ran across, and like, uh, I met Jim back in 1822, and or whatever, I don't know. I don't know you either. Know what I'm I, don't, I don't actually <laughs> think you, you do know, and I don't think you can I do, I do. That. I, don't yeah, I do. You, you don't know okay. what you're fucking talking about, Queen. But also, it's like, uh, okay, like Wonder Years, right? Yeah. Uh, isn't that Ron Howard? Uh, well, let's see. Oh, no, no. It's Arrested Development is Ron Howard. I think it was Daniel Stern. Was the Daniel uh, Stern. Okay. Ron Howard is Arrested Development. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but it's one. It's one. He doesn't just pop around from... He's not even a character in it. Character, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. What about... Um, You're crazy. Queen. What about uh, Christian Slater talking to camera? Cuffs. What about that? <laughs> oh, that's well... Is that, one, is that on your bucket list? No, no. I'm, I'm just... I'm just saying that of what you're doing. What you're doing is something. It's <laughs> called uh, you're scrambling now. No, no, I, I'm not because I, I think I think it's a significant. I mean, I, sure, I could be the main Basically, character. I'm saying giving a dramatic voiceover that narrates the film. Here's what I'd like. Is to an say. interesting thing to do. Do a dramatic voiceover, like yes. a science fiction movie, like Deckard from uh, from Blade Runner. Right. Okay. A good example. You know, but it's like again, just the lead character gets his voiceover, right. and right. and it would be like. Uh, you know, maybe the, the replicants weren't so wrong after all. <laughs> right. I'm just not sure when you get emotional in that thing. You know, it's like, you know what? Well, it doesn't be emotional. I, it I just actually, be serious. I could find myself falling in love with this robot. <laughs> and, it's, as long as it's not comedy, I think that's the important thing to me. Okay, so dramatic voiceover. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to hear my voice as the dramatic voiceover would, in a movie? I'm just saying it'd be weird if it was like Brad Pitt and <laughs> right. then... Your voiceover, so it has to be you on camera or a kid. That's or a dog, like it's a fucking dog movie. Like it's like sure. Look who's talking. That I think that is a viable option. Also, You're okay. Right. Let me ask you a question though. In what in what world is there a dramatic dog voiceover where like um, the dog is like my owner? I could tell my owner was um, losing his shit. Marley and me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Dramatic. I I fucking poked holes in your thing. I know you did. I went after it. That's okay. That's why we're here. That's like no, that's actually not why we're here. We're here to be oh. friendly. But that was oh. one that just needed to like that's your thing. Like fucking you know with my opinions. 
Oh, so now you turn turn on me. Yeah, like but this one had to I be done. poked holes in you and I shouldn't have done it, but that's what you do all the time. So fuck yourself. Yeah, but that had to be done. That had okay. to be done. Okay. 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 All right, all right. Here's something I've always wanted to do in a movie. Okay. I want to get smacked over the head and then do like a comedic falling unconscious. You know, like I go cross on it and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> and, and okay. get knocked out that. You have a lot of very slapsticky uh, ones. Maybe I feel that's like, secretly, right? you know, because people don't consider me for that kind of shit. You know? Sure. And so uh, you want to get smacked in the head. That, yeah. could, that could be a Finkelstein thing, though. Don't you think Finkelstein could have done that? Got hit in the head with something and I, fell down. Like, I mean, I did, pass, I did pass out in that movie, like when I did the strikeout. Right, right. But I played that straight. So what do you think get hit in the head with? Like a... Like a, a bat or a like a salami, like a hard salami. <laughs> Wait, now I feel like we did that. Or like puddle cruiser, bologna. No, I got hit over the head with a bologna. Oh, no, I don't think so. I mean, you ate a giant bologna. I ate a giant cruiser. bologna. It's true, I did. But uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's what I have. You, you ever want to do anything slapsticky? Probably not. Uh yeah, no, I like slapstick. You consider yourself a physical comedian? Hey, but I feel like whoa, look out, lady! I feel like I've done slapstick. Okay. I don't know if it's on my bucket list. Have I have I done slapstick? Oh, maybe not. Okay. I don't really want to do that. Oh, what are you like doing? I, it's on your list. I don't want a cute to it. I want to, I don't really oh. want to do that. I don't oh, really okay. want to do that. Okay. No, I think it'd be funny. Cross eyed, fall down. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Go. Okay. What do you got? Okay, here's what I got. Um I want to do a movie where I play the guy who delivers the like dick sucking information on the hero. Okay. Like the like the past of the sure. hero's past. Like it's like a you know, like in the Bourne movie or the Seagal movie or whatever. Sure. It's like the dude, you know, the dude has disappeared. And then some lackey says to the higher up, you know, we got to get this guy. Sure. And then my thing is like, oh, you're going to get this guy, huh? This guy, he's a Green Beret. He's special forces. He's a black belt in karate. He speaks 15 languages. I trained him to be a ghost. He's a ghost. Yeah. You'll never find him. Yeah, yeah. The only way you'll find him is if he wants to be found. But he'll find you. He's our only chance. Sure, sure. You well, know what, what I mean? About, what about, like, the one where, like, in Hunt for Red October, when the guy's like, yeah, whatever, fucking guy, like, that guy's ever been in the fucking field, and Fred Thompson's like, well, hold on a second. That, that man right there happened. To, well, he, was a, he was a Navy SEAL. He broke right. his back. Right. And he saved two members of his platoon and dragged them to safety all with a broken back. Right. And then did 15 months of rehabilitation. So just cut, give the guy a break. Right. Sure. Cut the kid some slack. I mean, I like like the Richard Crenna one in First Blood. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. If you, if you, you uh, want to bother him, there's one thing you're going to need. Yeah. What's that? A good supply of body bags. And that's the tail. And that's after he delivers the information of who this guy is. Yeah, He's a killing machine, this yeah, guy. Yeah. You know, they do it like, uh, like in... Uh, under siege, you know, it's like yeah. the cook is the only guy. Uh, let me tell you something with that cook. Yeah, yeah, saved his whole platoon. Yeah, the green ass. beret yeah. killed everyone. All right, so that's what you want to do. I want to be the guy who who delivers, uh, you know, that speech. The this guy's trained to disappear. You'll okay. never find him. Okay, he's okay. that good. Okay, I like him. Like they have in Mission Impossible, like the McKittrick or whatever that is, the character. Sure, sure. Delivers that information to his lackey. Yeah, this guy's a ghost. Yeah, we've already lost him. We'll never find him unless he wants to be found. Yeah. Okay. That's I want to be that guy giving that speech. Okay. Here I've got I've got one that's sort of in the same vein. Okay. I want to give that speech about myself <laughs> in a movie. Wow! Like no, no. Like I want to get like some of that boasty braggadocio. You know, like like in um, Lethal Weapon, right? When Mel Gibson like his, he's like, I did a guy out in Laos one time, a thousand yards in high wind. Right. There's only a handful of people in the world who could have made that shot. I don't think it works when you're this guy doing it. That was fun. when he did it. That I was feel like sweet. it's got to be the guy, some other guy doing it, because otherwise it's like. Well, listen, I'm just someone saying. else can brag for you. I'm just saying that's you know they're trying to understand. He's trying to understand. That's part of Mel Gibson being like it's the only thing I've ever been good for. All right. I could ever do was shoot. Right. I'm good at anything else, but I could always shoot. Sure. Is it Commando? I think it's Commando. Who? Yeah, it's Commando. Where uh, Schwarzenegger, Bill Duke's fighting that in the hotel room. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bill Dukes is like, I'm a Green Beret, motherfucker. And, and Schwarzenegger's like, I eat Green Berets for breakfast. Yeah. And right now, I'm very hungry. <laughs> That's two guys bragging at each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that <laughs> shit. That's what I want to do. I want to fucking brag about myself. Uh, okay. You want to brag about yourself on screen. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's me. Okay. Okay. What do you got? 
Um, I want to fly in a movie. Okay. I want to fly like a Superman fly or um, Thor. You know. Okay. Well, now let me Iron Man. Okay, but th- these are those are actually three different flies that you just named. They are, but uh, that's the cool thing about like, you know, flying. Like when you think about like the first Superman movie. Yeah. Right. That's a different kind of flying than the Thor flying. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll do any of them though. But like, what I mean is like. Okay, so Superman flies with his two arms out in front of him. That's right. Um, Thor goes one hand out with a hammer Correct. in front of him. Iron Man goes hands at the side because he's being fucking propelled by rocket boosters. Sometimes he, go, he, he you know, the, 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 other, the old Iron Man used to go hand, both hands out in front okay, of Superman. Okay, what's your preferred method of fly? Oh. Uh, what's your arm position? I would go, I would go <clears throat> both hands out front. Why? Your shoulders would get tired. Nah, man, because you're so strong. It won't matter. I'd like to fly straight forward, like I'm perp- I'm I'm upright, right? But I'm still I'm that fast. I also like the floaty part of it, like when you they stop flying and they get better and better. Like now it's real good, like when they land. Sure, like Superman lands. Yeah, when it's when it's time to like surrender or something like that. Like he comes right. and like it's very slow. Right, and just kind of just floats in. But the thing was, like, it's like it being underwater. You know what though? What they yeah. did though? Yeah, is that uh, I, and I think it's probably because like they're shooting it on an effect stage someplace. Yeah. And they're telling the, the Superman actor, like, make it look like you're flying. Like, do something so it doesn't look like you're just standing in a fucking green street. So, like, he's kind of got to have, like, one leg sort of, like, dosy do behind him. Sure, but think about this. Yeah. And I've tried this before. Like, you're in your pool. Yeah. And you're underwater. You do have to have your legs in a certain non-standing position in order to stay in place. Yeah, so do that. Oh, you, I like see. A, like a treading water type of thing. Um, okay, so you want flight. Yeah, I want to fly. I mean, you know, and now it's so it gets better and better. It looks cool when you're flying. Okay. But even just to do it on green screen, be sitting on like a fucking, I don't even know how they do it anymore. Like you're sitting on a green screen, like sitting on top of a, like a desk or something or a chair or something. Yeah, they got, they got some green screen behind you. by a cable or something. Yeah, your, your hands are out in front of you. And you're going, <laughs> what would your superhero character be? I don't know, Flyboy. <laughs> What's up, Flyboy? I think they made a James Franco movie called Flyboy. Yeah, they did? Didn't they? Flyboy? Uh, would, and there would would it be a comedic fly like you know like you fly slower? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like you know, you know, like a slow fly. No, I like I fly like a rocket, like a jet. What if you like? What if there's the character's flaw? It's like he's he's got the gift of flight, but he's just, his name is Slow Fly. I would take that though. I, I think that would be worth a lot too. That's I mean, what I mean. I mean, just you know, the 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 speed is not so important to me as the flying. Well, let me ask you this: What if you're able to fly, but you could actually? Uh, walk faster. So like, you can fly, you just fly fucking slazo. So I, I could walk faster than I can fly? Yeah. But the thing is, though, it's like like to get over those mountains over there, for instance, yeah, like yeah. you'd fly, it would actually, you know, it would just be more of a pain in the ass to walk over the mountain, but you'd do it faster. <laughs> it's, so it's more like, like a, a balloon that a kid loses yeah, in his hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of, he's just kind of more of a floating out. type thing. More of a balloon thing, really, than, yeah. a, than a jet They call him Balloon Man. Okay. You'd be a great Balloon Man. Balloon yeah. Man would be pretty good. I'd, yeah. I'd be Balloon Man. I'd buy you as Balloon Man. Sure. You know what I want to do? Yeah. I want to be in a football movie. <laughs> okay. And make the game-winning touchdown catch. Okay. Or I fucking dive in slow motion. Then I want to say something to the crowd. Like make a speech to the crowd? Yeah. When everyone's Kind of like the Rocky Four speech? Or? Yeah, like, yeah, I came here, you didn't like me, and I didn't like you. Right. You didn't like me. I didn't or is it like the Cuba Gooding Jr. Jr. And, and Jerry Maguire, like doing flips and screaming to the crowd? Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean when he won the, Os- the Oscar? No, no, when he... When he Caught the touchdown. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't want to flip though. I don't want to flip. Okay. You just want to say something. I just you know want to inspire like somebody with you know like you know people didn't think I'd be able to play again. Right. People, you know, people always told me I was too small to play football. Fuck you. But go fuck <laughs> yourselves. All those people that say go fuck yourselves. Is that in the in like uh, kind of like the Braveheart inspirational speech type of thing? Ooh, I'd love to give it inspirational. Wouldn't you like to give you a do one speech? of those? Oh, well, I'd like to give a war speech. The problem with those are, and you see them now, um, like I just watched uh, uh, Hercules, The Rock's Hercules with yeah. my kids. Yeah. The problem is now everyone tries to do those speeches. Yeah. And they all pale in comparison. Yeah. And I mean, not that it hasn't been done before, you know, Patton or whatever it is, but like, but now you can feel when they're trying to do that. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this is the Braveheart speech. Yeah. And uh, it always feels phony now to me. 
Well, because I can't get past it. No. And part of it also is because like it takes a very specific kind of actor to be able to deliver one of those and have it be believable. Right. You're right. And not every actor can do it. Right. And that's just, you know, it's just uh, it's not a, a lack of skill sometimes. It's just it's a lack of gravitas. Like I couldn't do one of those It's not, it's not even just gravitas. There's a certain passion to it. Like you know how like Mel Gibson's like eyes water and his fucking voice cracks and yeah. Um like The Rocks was good, but it's more of a football coachy kind of a thing. Sure. You know what I mean? We're sure. going to go in there and kick some ass, you know? Yeah. Um, there was something about, like, the passion of it in, in, uh, in Mel's delivery. The passion of the Mel? Yeah, the passion of the Mel. All right, go. Yours. Okay. I want to be in a James Bond movie, and I want to be the character that asks his name. Because, you know, in every James Bond movie, there's the, there's the part where the person asks his name. What's your name? Bond. James Bond. Yeah, but they don't ever say, what's your name? It's like, like and, you, and are, you are? Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I want to be that guy, and I want him to deliver that to me. Okay. As the one asking his name. Because I always, in every James Bond movie, I love that moment. Bond. James Bond. Because it's how cool can he say it? How fucking tough can he say it? Okay. I want to be the guy he says it to. Sure, sure. And you are, sir? Bond. James Bond. And who, may I ask, is calling? Bond. James Bond. I don't feel like I've ever seen Bond deliver that line over the telephone. No, no, no. I'm saying calling in a kind of an old-fashioned English way. Uh, yeah, calling on somebody. Oh, like, uh, yeah, you've arrived. And who right. do I say is the gentleman caller? Yeah, like, like a butler would say something like yeah. that. Yeah. Bond. James Bond. James Bond. Bond. James Bond. Bond. I just want James Bond to say that to me. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And doesn't he usually fuck uh, people right after he says that? Not necessarily the person he says it to. Okay. Bond. But the woman is in the room that he will fuck. Oh, for sure. She's watching yeah. the whole thing. She's usually right. on the arm of the person that's yeah. asked him. He's trying to get into the room that she's in. Right. Yeah. And who do I have the pleasure of meeting here today? Bond. James Bond. Yeah. I don't believe I've ever seen you here at the club before. You are? Bond. James Bond. Okay. So you want to play a British guy? It doesn't matter. It could be, it could be, uh, you know, could be a black guy. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> they have black British guys too, you know. All right, I would love to be in a shootout in a western movie. Okay, I'd like to be like the fucking, like the the Django kid. Okay, or something, and get in a sweet shootout. Okay, and be a good shot too. Okay, would you be a long uh, a long overcoat uh, cowboy guy, or would you be like a, a vest guy? Mm, I feel like I'd, I'd do both. Mm-hmm. I'd go You'd coat do. over vest. Well, okay, so then you'd so be, I'd be like a Wyoming guy. cowboy. Sure, okay. Cold. Would you ever do vest over coat? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's like that's kind of a hipper. Sure. That's more of a New York City. That's a Los Angeles cowboy. <laughs> right. Vest over coat. That would be funny if they they you know. Somebody called a cowboy on his fashion thing. Now, I've I seen a lot of things in my day, but i never seen vest over coat. Where are you from? You must be from, uh, where are you from? Uh, you come from Chicago or something? Cowboy fashion is an interesting. Thing. Like, we, uh, I went to, uh, when I went to law school in Brooklyn, mm. there was a dude, like, you know how um, when you were a little kid, you'd go to school, and like the the week after Christmas vacation or the day after Christmas vacation, yeah, like people show up and they're obviously wearing the new clothes they got for Christmas. Yeah, it's a new coat, oh, great new coat, new shirt, some new sneakers, whatever it is. Yeah, you're breaking that out. Yeah. So when I was in law school, we had this guy uh, who, uh, and this is in Brooklyn, and he clearly got himself a pair of cowboy boots. Okay. For Christmas. Yeah. And. Um, he came into class. This is law school, so you're in your you're in your twenties at this point. You know, this yeah. is not a weird. He came to class with wearing jeans tucked into the cowboy boots because yeah, he didn't have cowboy cut jeans to go over them, so he tucked them in. Uh, I don't know. I That's think the only way he could wear. It. Well, I think it was more of like, hey, check out my new boots. Okay, so he wanted everyone <laughs> he to, wanted everyone to the see them. The whole boot. He didn't want that boot to be hidden underneath. And so, uh, and he wore multiple, multiple times he wore those boots and tucked his pant okay. into the boot okay. that he wore. So what you're saying is you want to do a scene where you play a guy with uh, jeans tucked into your boots. And a vest over my overcoat. Okay. Gotcha. And two cowboy hats. You okay. know why? Because I like to put a hat in a hat. Sure. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I want to be in a slow motion montage. Okay. 
where I turn towards camera as I blink. Okay. You know this one. I do know right? that one. I do know that's more of a music video yeah. thing. But no, they do it in movies sometimes. You know, check out a John Woo movie. You're going to see a little of that shit. I I would assume that they would cut before the blink. Well, I guess <laughs> it's like in a like a in the middle know, of the blink, a tough moment. And then you open your eye when you turn around out of the slow motion. Okay, that's what you under. Okay, yeah. Like, didn't we? We used to enjoy um, uh, Feuerstein uh, uh, in that show he did before Royal Pains. Uh, three pounds. Yeah, it's about like a brain surgeon. That's right. And he does that in the opening musical montage. Yeah. Which was to that train song, Calling All Angels, right? Yeah, yeah. I call in all you angels. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. As turning to camera and blinking at the same time. Yeah. In slow motion. Yeah. You know what I want to do, Queen? Yeah. I want to be in one of those, like, ensemble romantic movies. You know, like New like Year's Day or Love Valentine's Actually. Day. Yeah, like Love Actually. Like okay, and you have a vignette. Yeah, I have like a vignette. I mean, like you know, like I think there's another one coming out, like Mother's Day. But didn't we make that joke where like they might as well just do one for every? It made a lot of money. They might as well just do one for every single holiday. Every holiday, Flag Day, sure, Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. every single one should have one. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, and then we talk about like you can do one called Birthday because you have one every year. Sure, everybody does. Yeah. Um, so you want to be in one of those, I want to be in those where you have uh, you know you meet cute, and then you take uh, you you take some time away from your story and go to some other stories, and then come back and see how it's going. Yeah, with you. it's like my characters, you know, like um, you know, I work. Uh, I'm a chef in a kitchen, and uh, right. you know, I meet a, gr- a girl who's a waitress, uh, really uh, likes me. It turns out the fil- the uh, the food critic. Uh, who's just a pain in the ass, yeah. is a hot woman, and uh, well, we meet cute, and uh, things uh, go a little sour, yeah, and uh, yeah. next thing you know, we're in love. No, that's what it is. That's what it is. is she's a reviewer. I'm the chef. She's a reviewer, but she's her thing is like, she's the faceless critic. That's right. her That's her handle. So it's like, but she makes it out that she's a guy. Right. Know? Like and And meanwhile, I meet her... She comes in my. I meet her outside the restaurant. Right, and we have something great with each other. She doesn't know I'm the chef for some reason. Right, and this is the this movie is Mother's Day. It's that's the name of the movie, Mother's Day, and so um, she comes to eat at the restaurant with her mother. It's actually her mom who I fall in love with. No, her mom falls in love with you. That's what it is. That's well. That's and you, you know, fall in love with her. To be expected. Oh, right. Okay, so we fall in love with each other. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. No, no. You fall in love with the with the daughter. Okay. And the mother falls in love with you because of my cooking. Right. But whatever. Who gives a shit? But well, you get it. You know. What you I'm get it. About. And there's like, uh, you know, Meryl Streep might have part in it, or like a Redgrave, um, as the uh, kind of older, sure, sure, the older Maggie Smith matron. Yeah. And uh, cross out the bucket. All right, list. you're up. Okay. Um, I want to um, do uh, have a moment in a movie. And I can't decide which side of this I, should, I want to be on the most. I want to have, like, a character do the old Mission Impossible Scooby-Doo, pull the rubber mask off, mm. and I'm underneath. Okay. And it, like, but it has to be, like, something ridiculous. Like, it's a woman who pulls it off. and I'm, Like, a thin woman, they pull it off, and then I'm there. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like Callista Flockhart. <laughs> right. And then right. you pull a mask on, it's your big head. Right. And, and uh, my voice all of a sudden goes, you know, says two words in her voice and then slips back into my voice. Sure. And, uh, and there's no way that I was in there, but I was in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I can't figure out what's more fun. Would it, do, I, do you want to be... The guy who uh, is underneath, or does he want to be Heffernan? Does a whole scene, then pulls his face off, and Callista Flockhart is in there. Well, I think you do. I think you do a double thing. Mm-hmm. So you go Callista Flockhart, right? And then you pull off the mask, and it's you, right? And you're gigantic, <laughs> right? And then just when we think we've seen everything there is to see, right? That person pulls off the Heffernan mask. Right. And it's Dakota Fanning. And it's Dakota Fanning. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or Kristen Stewart. I'm going to say Kristen Stewart. Okay. It's Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Something like that. Or or like somebody like Michael Sarah or something like sure. that. Sure. You go back like a, a wayfish d- dude. Sure. Wayfish and you, woman. And you never know when it's over. No. Nah. Okay. Mission Impossible, they had like a little voice chip that they put on your throat. Yeah. To, to allow you to be able to change to the voice of the person. You know, the person. Yeah, they did a great job of explaining how it worked, too. <clears throat> but the funny thing is, like, that device is so silly, yet in Mission Impossible, they're not playing it for that. They're playing it for cool. They're playing for cool and for real. Yeah. 
Which is kind of funny. Well, that's what they do every time in Mission Impossible. They pull off their fucking faces. You just never right. know. Right. But then they start doing, like, remember Charlie's Angels, like, they doing, like, Drew Barrymore pulled off somebody's sure. face. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's funny. That was but that's funny. done for funny. Sure. I'd okay. like to pull your face off. And then you're underneath it? Yeah. Well, that's like uh, Face Off, right? The movie Face Off. Yeah. Um, we should do a Face Off. Do the movie Face Off? We're like, then it's like my, like, we experience life as the other guy. That's just a body switching movie. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, I guess so. And many of those have been done. I guess so. But I guess the body switching, well, I guess here's the trap, right? Everyone always thinks they have the new version of the body, the body switch movie. Yeah. The Freaky Friday, you know? Yeah. And in, in the end, it's just another body switch movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got one. I've got one. Good. I would love to be in a quippy buddy movie like Tango and Cash. Okay. Oh, sure. Who wouldn't? The idea is to just throw out as many fucking quips and, uh, and one-liners and one-upmanships sure. as you possibly can. Sure, like the Expendables or something like that. Oh, man. Like Tango and Cash. I mean, they're just like those guys. There's the scene where they're both in drag. Right. And they're all surrounded by bad guys. Yeah. And they're just firing. They're not even worried about getting yeah, shot. Yeah, just one-liners, baby. They're surrounded by 30 guys with guns, and they're in drag, and they're like, you know, you're not my type. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Who's going to get the last one-liner in? You don't know. You don't know. It's up to the editor. Yeah. Because they did, each did 20. So do you, uh, would you, you share my... Uh, you, oh, yeah. I mean, you fuck, be fuck like I'd that? love to be in a quippy fucking action movie. What kind of, what, like, what would your quip type thing be? Um... I don't know. Like, Stallone's was what? Like, about how... I guess he was, you know... That's the funny thing. Like, Stallone plays himself as a smarter than, than Kurt Russell guy, I guess. Yeah, he was sort of like the... He was like the stockbroker version of a cop. Yeah. he's He was the anal one, right? Yeah. He's more anal. And, uh... He's tango. And Kurt Russell was more... Uh, he was Gabriel Cash, Kurt Russell. He was yeah. more of a... Cowboy boot wearing flannel shirt, jean, tight jeans... Man, they're feathered motherfucking hair. Dude, they're opposites. Feathered fucking poofy. Oh, yeah. Mullet. 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 And with yeah. a fu- feather in the front and ducktail in the back. Oh, man. So good. Dude, and they are just quipping with, at each other. I, so I recommend good. Tango and Cash for anybody who wants to see it. So good. Fucking quipping. Okay. Go. Okay, here's my last one. Okay. I would like to do a movie where I'm in a rock band. All right. Uh, and, you know, just that, you know, I don't know how much chance I have left, but, you know, I'd take the drummer, whatever it is, but a rock and roll band playing rock and roll music to a rock and roll crowd. Okay. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Drummer, you're not really a drummer type. You're more of a bass player. I don't know. I think I am a drummer type. No, nah, you're more like the Michael Anthony, like, you know, you get bring out the bottle of Jack Daniels and chug it. Don't get me wrong. I'd be happy to do that. Or you, or you're saying like you're more of like a like a John Bonham like a construction worker drummer. Yeah, yeah. Or no, I don't have to be the drummer singer. I, I I'll be the lead singer too. Okay. Could you see me as that? Uh, <laughs> if it was like you know like a meatloaf type character, <laughs> right? Right. You know, like against all odds, like they didn't. Sure. They, they said he didn't have what it takes. He doesn't fit the mold. Sure. But you know what? His voice. Right. But you have to come up with a different end of meatloaf, right? Like what, what turkey your, platter. You'd be turkey platter? Yeah, turkey platter. <laughs> Instead of meatloaf? Yeah, turkey, turkey platter. platter. Sure. You guys go to see turkey platter? <laughs> and then there's like the scene where it's like there's the dorky guy who's like, oh, yeah, they're a great group. Like, it's not a group, asshole. It's a guy. It's a guy. His Fuck. name's turkey platter. His, Perhaps you have heard of the song Baster. Y- you know what it is? His name is Turk, and his last name is E. Platter. <laughs> right, right. He's like a Canadian No, his guy. middle name is Edgar. Okay. Edgar and his last name's Platter. His name is Turk Platter. Yeah. <laughs> Turk Platter. Yeah. Turk. Turkey e. Platter. Yeah. Right. Uh, you thought it was like a plate with turkey on it? It's ridiculous. Let me tell you something. It's his name. Let me tell you something. It could be for our holiday ensemble movie. Okay. Thanksgiving. Okay. And there is a singer whose name is Turk E. Platter. Right. And this is like, you know, Turkey Platter's returning home for <laughs> right. Thanksgiving. Okay. And okay. there's like his old sweetheart. Right. Uh, and everyone's always like, hey, you going to have some turkey? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I hate turkey. They so fucking hate turkey. I hate turkey. But that's the thing. <laughs> and then he cheers up. He cheers up at the end. Right. And then he sings a song yeah. that becomes a sing-along at the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, it's about cranberries and applesauce. Right. Or it's like... Bitch baster. <laughs> right. Or no, no, because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a romantic comedy. This sure, sure, sure. So it'd be like... Keep, uh, keep it keep Gravy it train. Gravy train. Gravy train. I guess it doesn't have to... His songs don't have to be about turkey. They don't, but they could be. They could be. Drumstick love. 
Okay. That's a great song. I'd go for Drumstick Love. Drumstick Love. That's his big hit. That's <laughs> yeah. his big His big hit is Drumstick Love. That was off his first album. He's been a while since he had a hit. Sure. And he's been trying to get away from the turkey thing, but everyone's saying, go back to the, Just do another turkey song, man. Yeah, it's like when he sings the song, like he plays new material and everyone walks out on him to go to take a piss. Yeah. But fucking Drumstick, Drumstick Love. <laughs> drumstick Love. Uh, wrote a new song just for you guys. It's called White Meat. Boo. <laughs> Ooh, play drumstick love. <laughs> okay, so that's my bucket list. I want to be tur- I want to be turkey platter in the turkey platter story. Okay. Okay. We should rip off of the life of meatloaf. No, nah, don't fucking worry about it, dog. Okay. That's oh, parody. Yeah. We talked, by the way, Rockstar thing. We always talked about like doing the ACDC story, and right. I would play um, Bon Scott, and then I die. And you show up and play Brian Johnson. You have like the newsies hat, right? And, like, the hair out the back, and right. You know. But my, it's the new, the hair is actually attached to the newsies hat. It's yeah, a wig. It's a wig. So it's like a clown wig stuck with a newsies hat. Yeah, but it's not even a wig. It's it's coming off the side. Yeah, it's like one of those hats that had the ponytail coming out the back. <laughs> but that's you know. <laughs> right. I'd still love to do that movie. Right. Okay. Okay. Good. Here's my last one. You have my a last one? one. Yeah. Okay. This is Lemmy's last one. Yeah. Bucket list movie. Bucket list. Go. I want to play a black guy. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, this is a, po- a bone of contention. And I almost had a chance. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, we wrote the Slam and Salmon. We did. Which you directed. Yep. And I was the point man on the script. Yep. So certainly seemed like the opportunity was, was there. And uh, I asked. I said, look, you know, Robert Downey Jr. did it. Right. The effects are great now. Like, we can just make it, like, put me in a muscle bodysuit on some, like, platform shoes. I could be a heavyweight champion. And what'd you say, Kev? No fucking way. No way. I was going to drill that role. Uh, yeah, if it was like a if it was like an eight minute sketch. No, Kev. No. So in retrospect, do you think that you would have done a better job than Michael Clark Duncan did? No. <laughs> okay. No, he okay. was excellent. Michael Clark Duncan was excellent in that movie. And you know, the element that needed to be there was the terrifying element. Yeah, no. Which you wouldn't be able to deliver like him. You might be able to do funny, but the scary you wouldn't be able to do. No, I, I wouldn't be able to. But I would like to, um, I'd love to play a black guy. And so how would you do that? Would you do it the way that um, Robert Downey Jr. did? You're talking, talking to go blackface? Or you're talking about, what are you talking about? Well, however he did it, that's how I'll do it. That's what you, how would you yeah, do it? but I would go for like, I'd be like a beat. Or is it C. Thomas Howell no. uh, in uh, Soul Man? No, no, you no. you go that way? I'd go authentic. <laughs> like, okay. I want to okay. be unrecognizable. Okay. And but I'd be you know I'd probably be like, like you want people to walk out and be like, you know that was Steve Lemmy right? What? Like bullshit. That was Steve Lemmy. Bullshit. No fucking way. Shut up. They look it up on IMDb. Oh my god. Holy shit! It was. I bet you blowjob. It's Steve Lemmy. Oh, you blow me a blowy. Holy. I think I'd be I I want to play a black woman. No, I guess. Uh, I was gonna say Martin Lawrence did that in Big Mama's house, but he's black. Anyway, sure, so and um, so did Tyler Perry. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think I'd I just I'd be want to be like a nerdy black dude, like okay, an, like an earn like a like, you know what I want to be? I want to play Tony Gwynn in a movie. <laughs> okay. You know, like a, like a black dude who yeah. speaks like this. Yeah. And, Banana uh, the tailpipe. Yeah, exactly. Banana the tailpipe. That's what I want to be. I want to be one of those black guys. Right. Okay, it's Be- Bev Hill's cop. The banana and the tailpipe. Yeah. I want to I, I play Tony Gwynn in the Tony Gwynn story. You don't want to be more the wise, cracking Eddie Murphy type character? I, I mean, I would love to be that, that kind of guy. Right. That, to me, you'd be running into the... like If you play like a white, white black dude. Right. A guy who's got a voice like this. Right. Maybe that's more, you know, it's better. Sure, and, and you, you don't necessarily run into the, the uh, traps of the stereotyping because you actually are doing a white voice. Right, right. I hit three forty six last year, playing for the San Diego Padres. I remember back when I was in the minors. I uh, the first pitcher I faced was a uh, a Japanese uh, pitcher named uh, Yoyo Hachigura. Whoosh, he was a good one. Golly, he was a good ball. He player. had a lights out slider. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious! His knuckleball, gosh, just to die for. Then Tony will get four hits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, riff it. Riff it. Do it. Right. I uh, hear you. No, I know. It's, uh, I got four hits. Yeah, you know what a guy I really respect is Wade Boggs. Uh, you know, he's a kind of a similar to hitter to me, uh, uh, but I really love the way that he approaches the game. Yeah, not a lot of flash. It's more of a yeah. tactical approach. Yeah, but oh, but golly, Jimmy Joe. He's, it's Let me not tell pretty, you but he gets the job Woo. done. R.I.P., bro. R.I.P. 
R.I.P. R.I.P. Tony Gwynn. Okay. Um, okay. So that's the bucket list. Thank you, Chew Crew. Thanks. Um, what are you you know you gonna go on uh, chew on the way out or what are you into? Yeah, I'm gonna chew something on the way out. All right. What's it gonna be? I'm gonna have a piece of uh, I'm gonna have a spoonful of uh, of rice with melted cheese on it. Cheesy rice. Cheesy rice. Yeah, I love I that. Felt some cheesy rice with pepper to my son yesterday. I was like, God, I'm so jealous of what he's eating right now. It looks so good. Why don't you just eat some then? Uh, you know, it didn't feel like making it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Take, the, take the food out of the mouth of babes. You know what, kid? Bro? You know what, kid? Uh, let me have you. Let me have your dinner. Uh, I'll be eating this. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'll be having that. Thanks. Thanks a lot. All right. Eat rice. What are you eating on your way out? Uh, candy corn. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to think of something that really hurt my teeth. Okay. Oh man, I've got uh, I got a double root canal last week. Do you know that? You did. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I bit down on a cashew nut with the with the shell on it. Cracked two teeth. Did yes, you it. get the juice or what? Laughing gas? No, no. This uh, I went to a specialist. He doesn't believe in laughing gas. He was what? a guy who actually, what he would do is he puts on country music and sings. I'm not kidding. Oh, uh, I hope I never go to that guy. I'm not fucking kidding. I'm not kidding. But he was fast. Like, literally a root canal, 45 minutes. And but did he, like, give you any pain thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. I, got, I got anesthesia. He believes in okay. killing the pain. Okay. But uh, now... I this thought country music was your anesthesia. Well, I mean, that's what it was. But, like, but next week I'm going back to my dentist, our dentist. Yeah. And... Um, I'm going to get the crowns put on, and, dude, they laugh and gas the shit out of me at that place. They do? Oh, my God. They, they've got my fucking number. That's because they know that you're in the comedy business, and they want to hear some gold. They want to hear some gems out of you. Yeah. Um, it's like a free show for them. Yeah, well, they get it. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, wish me luck. Okay, good luck. Um, all right. Thanks, Joe Crew. Okay. Talk to you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 